When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join. Before we jump in, I'd like to do a couple things. First of all, listen to our other podcasts. Go over and check out High School Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. You will not be disappointed, trust me. And go leave a five-star review. We love those. Also, before we jump in, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are awesome. They rock the world. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you five. They'll give you five. They'll give you four hundred dollars off. Four hundred dollars off. Um, just mentioned uh, Coach Unplugged or Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, it's something I started because it was something I wanted as a as a coach. Um, it's got everything. Um, helps pay the bills for all these free things that I put out into the world, but it's got everything that I would have wanted as a young coach, you know, from someone that's um, a high school, it's still a high school coach and has won at every level and won the state championships and been nationally ranked and all those things. Um, It was something that I thought other coaches could use. um, And that's why we're the only ones that offer the 14 day free trial, because we want you to go kick the tires around. We want you to see the roadmap that we have set up for you to become a better basketball coach. There's nothing else like it on the world. And, uh, you know, you'll get, you get me, you get one-on-one calls and office hours and all those things with me. So go over and check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed and let's head off to the podcast. We're here with Damien. Help me pronounce your last name. I'm, I'm living in Wisconsin. So pronouncing names is I'm horrible at pronouncing names, but help me with your last name again. My last name is Barrera. Barrera, Barrera. It's all that. Yeah, I got to get those R's going. Okay, so tell us a little yeah. bit about. <laughs> tell us a little bit about you first before we get going here. Well, well, my name is Damien. I coach in Southern California for the girls' basketball program in Orange County. Okay, and we are a Division Five AA school right now, which is pretty much second to last, if not last, depending on what what teams are are in there, and for the Division Six. And I've been coaching for four years, going into my fifth, and this will officially be my first year as head coach of the girls' basketball program. Okay. And, and what size is that in relation to so people listening? The size of the school is about 2,000, and we're kind of probably in the middle, I guess, as, as far as the – but it's very in, – in our city, we actually have eight – so just, just to give you a kind of a breakdown, we have a couple private – actually, if you turn in the – if you throw in the private schools, like Modern Day, which is a powerhouse, Oh yeah, in all sports, right. they're uh, you know they're they're private schools. So we have about an actually the city of Santa Ana, and we have about anywhere between twelve and fourteen high schools, I believe. That's crazy. Like so, questions, questions you have. I know you ask about a couple things in the bottom. Um, you know, you just took over the program, so this is perfect for everybody that's listening. So go ahead and ask those, and then we can go through any questions you have. Yeah. So when I first started coaching here, you know, the you know I kind of came from more of a basketball town where everyone in the town that I grew up in. You know, you're born with a basketball in your hand. And, and so it was very high level 
the girls program at my high school when I was playing ball there, you know, they've won about 12 national state championships, a couple of na- national championships. Okay. And so when I came to this school, you know, my, my mind was, okay, well, you know, high level basketball. And I've learned the hard way that, Hey, I got to start basically like I'm coaching five and six and seven year olds as far as basketball. Right. So, so the, know, the girls haven't played a lot before you get them. No, no organizing about 99%, no organized experience before their freshman year in high school. Okay. And we'll, and wow so you are literally starting from the beginning so do you have feeder programs that feed into your school well here's the interesting part about our city is that we're an open enrollment district we were once the the brand new shiny school and now we're not and most of the the reputation is there's a couple better high school where the feeder program goes into that school and it's hard just to bring kids here just because of the reputation of you know bad academic the neighborhood's a little rough so we have a you know so it's hard for parents to want to send their kids what's what's your solution to that you know my solution is that the actual the other I would say the powerhouse program as far as public schools in our district they're they're having a lot of turmoil some scandals that aren't you know right. coaches were being inappropriate with the, the girls so right. I think I've had a few parents actually hear about what we're doing for our girls and I think that's kind of kind of been nice that you know we've been been approached by parents that we never send their girls to our school just because of the culture and environment we're creating in, in our program right and I think that's what I was hoping you were going to get to I think it's all about culture so I would yeah. I don't know if you how, how much you've mapped out the year but I would definitely start thinking about, you know, it's a lot easier to sell them on the person you are and the program you want to run the younger mm-hmm. age than when they're just coming in. Um, so I, I know stuff I did initially was I ran a lot of, I, I got out in the community. I ran free clinics. I ran free things. Now I'm charging because I have a reputation, but then I was just trying to make connections and relationships with people so they could see what That's I true. was about. Um, especially in a big That's city. Like, and parents are always looking for something. Even if you charge five bucks, it doesn't matter. Just so you are building some relationships because you got to think about this as a marathon, not a sprint. And, right. um, and it's really hard in our profession to do that because we're judged on quantitative rather than qualitative values. And this gig is more qualitative than it is quantitative. Um, it's more about the relationship. So that would be the first thing, especially if that's going down in the city. I would try to, I would try to do that. Do you do, can, I don't know the rules in California. Can you have contact with your girls in the off season and stuff like that? Yeah, we have, we pretty much go all year round if we want to. I've I just started actually spring basketball. We started, we, we bought spring basketball to the school last year and, and it actually paid a lot of dividends as far as win losses and kind of creating that culture. Yep. Yep. So and this I, year we're, we're, we're beginning. Right. And I think it's, I think it's about building that, like just getting in the gym. Some days are going to be good days some days are going to be bad days um you know we're doing this together it's kind of like going off into battle you want to fill that so i would try to do as much of that do you have girls do you have problems with multiple sport athletes i do but because of what we kind of created we're actually starting to become kind of funny usually the the programs that are losing a lot aren't aren't this way but because of the culture we put a lot of emphasis on um we've actually kind of become the the group on school that a lot of the girls want to join right before four years ago when we i got there we had the athletic girls and it was like soccer instead of basketball and now they're actually starting to come over to our side which is kind of nice well and i think it's i think it's the kind of thing that maybe i think it's the kind of thing that you build to these girls and this is i remember doing this too it's like you are going to be the ones that people are going to talk about 10 years from now you're going to be the ones that turn this thing around you're going to be the ones that you know are they going to be the leaders that you know i I think you got to feed on that a little bit because they still are teenage kids you want to you want that's i call it their ego food you got to give them some ego food and the ego food is you are going to be this group that's going to help us 
put us on the map. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, we've had a, we created some new traditions where the seniors kind of give a speech at the end of when we had the banquet a couple months ago. And, and you can really tell that every, every younger, lower level girl was really looking up and, hey, you know, I want to be like Kate or I want to be like Maybelline. And right. it's, it's been nice that everyone's kind of coming back and they're still hanging around the gym, kind of talking to the lower level girls. So it's, it's starting to become something special. Which is well, nice. and the thing is, that's, is, especially if you do run a camp and you do charge or something and it's whatever it is, or you run it through the why or whatever then it's i always love getting those alums back you know i give them a mm-hmm. couple hundred bucks or something and you know get them to it, it's they make a little cash i i get them in the gym i get some workers um it's a win-win for everybody but it's building that you know it's building that community that's uh, i love that that's awesome yeah that's great. i'm putting that down yeah it, it, all that kind of stuff wherever you can build community i mean i'll have my i'll have my team um like i'll have them and i've said this before i don't know where i've said it but I build my relationships with my guys not during the basketball season. I build my relationships with them in the off season because I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything they want. At point. I mean, I have it down the line, but um, this is when they can see me as a person. I have them over to my house. We'll do a barbecue, you know, we'll do that kind of stuff. You know, you know, all that, all that, all that stuff is so that basically what I'm doing is I'm depositing money into the bank <laughs> so that when right. I have to get on John in January, I can pull from that bank and he still knows that I really got his back but then I'm doing it out of you know I'm doing it out of love I'm doing it out of expectations like a parent does you know if you only yell at your kid you don't have anything in that bank to pull on so I think especially when you're building programs that's super important to be able to do that Um, especially over time. That's a great point because you know I've always we we did a lot of team bondings and it was great but now that you mentioned it'd be nice to do that during the off season that way we're kind of ready to rock and roll. Yep and the thing is during the the team bonding is great and I take my teams we go on some trips and stuff I that is really good for them building with each other but Mm -hmm. I'm still still the guy that decides who goes in when and who shoots what and that kind of stuff during the season. So it, 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 it's it's harder, I think, especially when you're building something to build that in during the battle. It's a lot easier to build right. it outside of the stresses of the season. And mom says I should be playing more and shooting more. And, you know, Aunt Sally came to the game and I didn't play and all that kind of stuff is going on outside. Um, so it's a lot easier during the summer when there's maybe not as much or the spring or whatever, as much of that kind of stuff going on. Um, right. You wrote on here rebound. You wrote on here a couple of things that you really wanted to talk about too. Yeah, they were, the first one was rebounding and the second one was communication. Okay. And, you know, we're, we're that team definitely trying to make those long possessions. We do have a shot clock here in California in 30 seconds for the girls. And so we, we definitely have to be in the 40 right now. Is this, you know, we're trying to create, and actually I use a lot of those tensions that everyone's been putting up for shooting programs and everything. Good. And the ones that you've been putting up as well, and they, they've been working. I mean, we've, we've done it for a week and I can, because our level, we start so low, we have such a high ceiling yeah. now that after a week is just, if people don't know, I put in our community, I put, um, I put a, uh, a, sh- a shooting template that basically keeps track of shots. I did it for my son. Now I set that like the 40% for threes, 50% for twos and like 80%. So you'll notice there's colors changing. If they're not meeting it, it will change the colors. So if you want me to tweak okay. any of those percentages, just send me an email and I'll tweak them for you. Okay. That, that would be great. They're, they're high right now so a lot of that stuff might yeah. be so what i'm saying is for people listening it's like basically if you're like two for three that's 66 and six percent the little box will be green but if you're shooting you know 
20% from three, the box will all of a sudden go yellow or red. And I'm just trying to give them indicators of whether they're doing well or not. Just a little positive and negative. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's, I mean, I, I've been tweaking it for about a year. Um, so uh, let's talk about rebounding real quick. So how, how do you do rebounding now in practice or over those kind of things? Because it sounds like you're going to have a small team. Yeah, well, we play, you know, we've, we I do a lot of different rebounding drills. You know, we play man-to-man defense right now, just keep it basic. And, you know, we'll have where, you know, help site rebounding, guarding, yep. rebounding skills, that kind of stuff. But I just, you know, we for the girls and their skill level, they're picking up man-to-man defense really well, which I think is a lot harder than the concept of rebounding. But for some reason, it's just weak. And we're, we're a small team, and we're, we're going to continue to be a small team because none of my freshmen are tall even. Right. And it's just one and of those things where how do I – Yeah, girls you yeah, know. How do I girls get them to make grow. that a habit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, girls don't grow late. You know when they're by the time they're freshmen or sophomores, you know if you're gonna have a tall team. Okay, so I've all we we had a, we didn't have a we. This is crazy, but we were all like six four this year, so we were relatively small this year. So we had some rebounding issues too, and I I don't remember which book I read it in, but basically what you emphasize they're gonna do, and you can't emphasize sixteen things, but if you emphasize two or three, they will do them. I put one assistant coach in charge of rebounding, and we emphasized it every day in practice now emphasizing is fine that that will that will move it from like a that will move it from like a d to a c then you have to do then you have to do specific drills where you're like we cut we play something called cutthroat where i give different point values to different things and rebound offensive rebounding is like four points you'll play to 12 or something so we'll play little games where I'll emphasize not turning the ball over um, or off or rebounding or, you know, you get a point for defensive rebound. So we do little tweaks of that um, depending on what we're emphasizing, but rebounding is always one of those because um, it's a, it's, it's not never in the stat sh- It's in the stat sheet, but it's never in the score, you know, the score box, the, the box score, right. never in that kind of stuff. So I have to emphasize it in practice and give rewards to it in practice. So they'll do it. Um, and then, then I go again, boys are a little different than girls. I can, I, I basically feed on the boys egos. And then I also tell them that rebounding for you, if you get an offensive rebound, I am never going to tell you not to shoot the ball right away again. Um, so offensive rebounding is easy to sell. Then defensive rebounding is the one that's harder to sell. It's kind of like our charge thing. We give kids specific things if they take a charge because there's really no reward in it. Um, it's the same thing right. with defensive rebounding. It's like you get something in practice, like extra points. You know, you're the leading rebound, whatever. You have to emphasize defensive rebounding all the time because it, it's a habit of boxing out um, that has to occur. And all those drills are fine, but I have never found those drills and everything I've read and seen those drills are great you know Izzo's probably one of the best rebounding coaches and everything he does is competitive as far as rebounding goes um so every drill that he does he has an element of rebounding in it and if you've ever watched his teams they're crazy on the boards um so then that's how he does it i mean obviously he has very athletic players and stuff but they just rebound unbelievable in my opinion um and that's one of the reasons they are able to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So just try to make it a little bit more competitive, probably more yep. a little bit game-like. 
game yeah, like you know we're, we're also we're also not even going against tall teams as well so you know right. the, the fact that we're struggling with defensive rebounding is even more of a, a little bit of concern but i think you're right it's just more putting that emphasis i think i was trying to do too many good things last year yep and if i just kind of keep it to a few I, i'm things, telling you i can't handle i can't handle turnover my like if you know my players would tell you right now that turn i'm like a bo ryan just i mean i cannot handle when you turn the ball over that is just like <laughs> because it's three points we can score couldn't score now and it's three points it's a six point turnaround every time you turn the ball over so they know that i do not handle turnovers well so that's one of my points of emphasis you know you can't have seven of them but you know i have that on the top of my practice plan turnovers rebounding you know whatever we're specifically that season we need to work on so every day i'm pounding on that stuff um so you, you got to pick your battles basically it's like parenting a little bit um yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. I, no, yeah. I, love, I love that six point turnaround i think that's a good way to it, I mean, it could. I mean, my coaches laugh because I'll say we're down four, and I'll say it's a one possession game. So it could actually be an eight possession game, um, eight eight possession turnaround. So the other thing you wrote was uh, communication. Yeah, so I, I wrote there. You know, we like I said, we we built the culture so much that it's a very great environment for these girls and a lot of the girl teams on the other boards. You know, there's a lot of infighting. And kind of yep. proud that we don't have a lot of that. And yep. you know, we obviously have that. We want some of it that way we can grow from it, but. Right. For the most part, it's very you know self policing, where some have admitted to bullying and all that. And yep. It's been it's been great. That doesn't translate onto the court as well. And I'm I'm kind of fig- I'm trying to figure out why you know obviously the the IQ is not there that maybe I would I had in high school where it's just hey you know drag yeah. or drop or whatever it may be. So so so, so, not having is, so again not I, I'm not stealing I'm stealing this quote I don't know who said it but a quiet gym's a losing gym. Um. So I mm-hmm. always tell that's something that you want to tell them all the time because. Okay. Love that. A quiet gym's a losing gym. So here's here's what I'm gonna I I and I my boys hear this story all the time. I say in the most important game you ever play in, you will not hear me. And they look at me like, what are you talking about? I go, well, if this gym is packed, um, which is again, I all I'm the person I'm the believer in you. Our goal is to win this thing, or districts, or conference, or whatever. I don't hide from right. it. Old schools hide from it. I don't hide. Our goal is this. And if our goal is not this, then you should go go you know go out for the ski team or something. I don't know. But you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. Your goal isn't this you ain't in the right spot so i put that out day one i would put out that the next team meeting our goal is to win and we want to win and so we always talk about that so anyway so i'm talking about ours is ours goes regional sectional state is the way ours goes it's a little different but anyway in the sectionals the game to go to the state tournament we will play in front of two or three thousand people and it will be packed gym and i tell the boys you will not hear me you might not hear the person standing next to you let alone me so you guys have to communicate because what it's going to come down to is a ball screen if you don't talk to that ball screen we're gonna lose if you don't do this so so we we talking is a talking is a you're not talking we stop breath um that is probably in our top two or three you can't play if you don't talk um because you can't play defense if you don't talk so right so if you're a man-to-man team what i would do slowly over the spring if mm-hmm. i'm guarding the ball i make them call ball okay i got ball so then every the other four people know they need to be in the helpline the other four people need to know where they are whether up the line or depending on whether you're playing pack or those kind of things so that's how you can start the communication is the person that has the ball yells ball so then 
the other four defenders know that that person has ball. Then we can talk. We, we, you can add to that. That's what I would start with initially until everyone's doing all the time. And then the other stuff will happen with, you know, hey, ball screen, ball screen, screen right, screen right, all that kind of stuff is more advanced. Start with calling ball. Once they get that down, then you can start calling, you know, helpline and ball screens and those kind of things. And I call them out on it. I go, you guys are Snapchat and you're talking in the hallway, you're talking in the locker room, you're talking while you're stretching, you're talking, but then as soon as we start playing, you stop. What's wrong with, you know, (laughs) communicate. And I'm sure it's the same with yours. I I haven't found a coach that hasn't told me that's not the same. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I like that. I think sometimes I probably got a little bit too ahead of myself or, you know, it's just like any other progression, right? Yeah. So, so, all right, we have to say this, you have to say that. Yep. So as you, and we'll talk again, we'll talk again. This is only gonna be a half hour today, but we'll talk again. But, but what I would do is like, you're a PhD and they're a middle school student. Like you're a middle, you're a PhD student and they're a middle school student. So what you have to do is you literally, it's harder. Um, like when I'm a math teacher. So when I'm teaching pre-algebra, it's a lot harder than me teaching pre-cal because I got, I got to go all the way back to when I had to add like terms or something for the math people out there will know what I'm talking about, but I got to go all the way back here to where I'm not. That is really hard for you. So, I mean, hard for any coach. So what I would do is really try to kiss it. I'm sure you've heard of that. Keep it simple, stupid, go all the way back on a piece of paper and simplify this is how i'm going to teach the boss this is how i'm going to teach helpline and then you know the advanced stuff so as soon as they get that those progressions are going to be really easy for you does that make sense yeah absolutely yeah. i like that a lot yeah because you're you're dealing yeah, i never with, thought about simple, i never thought about a progression for yeah communication yep so <laughs> so so in the off season you should think progression how am i going to teach them man how am i going to teach them my quick hitters how am i going to teach them my out of bounds play how am i going to teach them how to come off the court and shake everybody's hands how am i going to talk to them teach them how to huddle when there's a dead ball how am i i mean literally assume they know nothing and it's re- this is really hard for some for me i've been doing this 30 years i have to i have a piece of paper because i assume they know how to do it and if, if the kids have been around, they do. But all these new kids come in, they don't know this is how we do pregame. This is how we do huddle. This is all that kind of stuff. You literally got to sit and do it. And I think that's in the community under um, basketball philosophy. I think I have a printout in there somewhere if you go and dig. Um, I can okay. find it for you that I basically broke all that stuff down and say, you know, that's, and that goes back to the communication part. You know, you got to communicate to them if you want them to communicate with each other. All right. So takeaways, Great. any takeaways, cool. anything you um, need help with? We'll do this again for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, no, this is a good start. And okay. I just want to thank you. I know it's been, I've been looking for that mentor. I don't have anyone around here. So it's been kind of, no, this will be nice awesome. To, to so, yeah. I, I was doing, I was doing office hours and it wasn't working and I, we would get three or four people. This is better than, and especially with the spring and the summer, I am more free. So I'm going to, I'm going to open it up again for people that weren't able to get in. Cause the five of you signed up so fast. It was like, Holy cow. So I'm going <laughs> to yeah, yeah. sign it up for the next round. And then, yeah, if you have any questions, email me, I'm always checking that email um, or anything else. All right, coach. Well, thank you so much, coach. All I right. appreciate everything you do. No problem. Thanks. Bye-bye. Everybody, I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, five, those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.